Hi, welcome back. This is Beth and Chelsea's podcast, and we are excited. We are actually not virtual or yeah, we're we're actually together. We this are time. together this time, so um, we are excited to kind of touch base and you know let you know what we've been up to and uh, yeah. So we're we're gonna just do a little catch up and and then we will. We'll get into it. Yeah. First of all, how awesome was that to like catch up with Adam? Oh, with Adam. <laughs> Last week. Yeah, that was fun. I felt like it wasn't enough and we could have talked forever. Oh, probably. yeah. We could have talked yeah. much longer, probably gotten all of ourselves in trouble. Yeah. With all the people that we love. Um, <laughs> if we continued, but it was really, that was fun. Just though. really good to hear his voice. And yeah. And know, he's grown up so much. He's grown up so much. It's, it's crazy. so crazy. <laughs> I was really proud of him. And then he was really proud of us. Like, he was just so nice. I know. Yeah. It's uh, it's just going from, like, I kept thinking, like, we went from spending, I feel like, every single day together, like, uh-huh. in high school and even just into college, we spent all of our time yeah. with him. It was just us three, like, little, <laughs> like, bosom buddies, I felt like. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, haven't really... I know for me, I hadn't really kept up with him. And um, so to hear how well he's doing and his girls are like the cutest things. Ever I know. Little Adam's running around. Little Adam's running around. Just <laughs> scary at times. So. Yeah, it was fun. Anyway. So, well, what have you been up to? Well, so um, if you listened last week, I was in Minnesota. In Minnesota. Minneapolis, uh, judging a dance competition. Um, and it was Thursday to Sunday, starting at home till Monday late. And, uh, that was long, but it was fine. We did go to the mall of America, but it's not quite what I remember. There was, there was the whole theme park thing, but we went there when Jen lived in Minneapolis. Yeah. I don't know. I just was like, I think I'm overwhelmed by crowds anyways. And I just felt like I kept seeing the same store on every floor. So I was confused (laughs) why there was four floors, like why, you know? So, um, but it, it was needless to say fun. Did it. And, uh, yeah, just busy. I mean, this week alone is Tony's birthdays next Monday. Easter's this weekend. I'm hosting a baby shower on Saturday at my house. Um, Paisley had headshots yesterday. And this is actually a low-key funny story, but I'll keep it quick. So, you know, I get home late Monday night. I ended up having to reschedule her headshots because I saw a thing that was like, oh, headshots due Friday. Oh, okay. Well, mine were scheduled for next week. <laughs> so we, we got them to schedule them for Tuesday. And then Monday night, when they were early in the morning, but Monday night, Tony was asking me all the questions like, well, what time are we getting up? When are we showering? Who's showering? What time? Who needs up? Are they, you know, she doesn't get up the first time we tell her to. Who's getting up? Are you staying up? Who's getting bubble? All the things, trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. He was asking me a hundred questions. I feel like I hadn't slept in four days and I was just like, it'll all work out. Stop asking me questions. Okay. He's like, how, how far is this place? Do you know where you're going? He asked me all these questions, which is great if he was going to help me, but he wasn't. So <laughs> I figured I would just figure it out on my own. But I was like, it's all fine. I'll figure it out. We'll wake up. We'll all shower when we need to and whoever shower, whatever. So then we all are getting ready. 
and everything that's actually going really smoothly. It went fine. And then I, she had sent me her address, but it was like coordinates. It wasn't like, you know, an address. And the funny part, you know, cause Tony's funny. was like, well, was she expecting to get there with a compass? <laughs> and then I was like, wait, a compass or a map? Is that the same? And then I got confused. But anyway, so I was like, send me your address again because and she's like well my address takes you a little past so just turn at the black gates i said okay cool so she she sent me her address and tell me why i didn't say spavanol i said okay well we're supposed to be there in 15 minutes oh my gosh are you serious spavanol i said okay all right well let me touch space you know much of a time crunch we're on and we're not telling tony because he thought i had it all together because i told him (laughs) That is so funny. We made it to Spavanol. Okay. Pictures will be amazing. Can't wait. Yep. And we just enjoyed the drive. Yeah, exactly. End of story. But oh my god, I thought Bixby Broken Arrow made it up in my head. Right. Probably. Yeah. Thought that's where I was headed. Okay, so Spavanol is how far? Uh, about an hour and twenty that's minutes. Not, yeah, it's not close. No. To Tulsa. No. <laughs> yeah, oh so, my gosh. So. Well, we went to Spavanol yesterday. Okay. Well, so. all the pictures. That you showed me do look really cute yeah so. so that's that's that fun story and i went to the orthodontist this morning so my mouth will probably officially start hurting in a couple hours and i'll be cranky so you guys caught me at a good time yeah nice yeah awesome well um uh what have we been doing so- actually, what did you do this weekend so this weekend we just had like the typical like so we had a soccer game and then we had a lot of yard work that oh, we did. yeah um and then on uh sunday we just i think i went and got like a pedicure and stuff and i don't know i felt like the weekend was it went by fast even though like I don't know. I feel like we, we didn't do like a ton, but then we did a lot. So it's like one of those weekends where you feel like you have all the time and then all of a sudden it's It's gone. gone. Yeah. And then you're like Monday. Yeah. One thing that is funny, Beth texted me, I think it was Saturday. I don't know. Or Friday. Yeah. It was Saturday. I think in our, in our friend group chat and she was like, who has watched ultimatum (laughs) And, and it's on Netflix. And at that time on our judging, we have like, one one break and I was on my break and I was like oh my gosh I am binge watching it as we speak so that's why we're really good friends yeah exactly so (laughs) we've talked about love is blind yeah we're binge watching the same weekend too oh my god it's so crazy um, so the the creators of love is blind came out with a new show called the ultimatum and it came out on Friday. Yeah. Tony and week. I are on it next season. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so, I started watching the first episode and then sent to our, our group chat who had been watching it. And, of course, Chelsea said that she was binging it. And I, just and I don't even do it like that. I don't even do TV like that. Yeah, I was doesn't. bored yeah. in our hotel room, went to Netflix, saw – I always go to the reality TV section – and it was like new trending now or something. And it was ultimatum. So read it, like the little description. I was like, oh, I'm all in on this. Yeah. And there just the was. whole concept behind it is to like 
you know, the people, whether it's the men giving the woman an ultimatum about not wanting to get married or vice versa. So I told Chelsea, you cannot do this to Tony <laughs> at all. Um, so, it is pretty intense. Um, but it's like an it's, experiment. It's a, yeah, it's crazy. You like, it's like wife swap, but you're not a wife yet. Right. But yeah. it's a little bit. It's intense. It it's it was an interesting thing. The finale's tonight, so next week I'll let you guys know how it went. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so and I haven't even finished it yet. So yeah. um so I did that. I watched that and then have watched some of episodes like ever since then. My goal was to have it done by today. By, probably. Yeah, by the time that we were gonna record, but um, I it's didn't. okay. So life, life I won't, happened. Yeah, I um, won't ruin it, but it was. I would good. say, like, the biggest change for me in this last week is that I returned to office. Oh, yeah. And did. so that was, like, a huge, that was a huge shakeup in my world. And um, not just, like, mine, but in the lives family. of my family. Yeah. So, like, it was earth-shattering. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like that's a dramatic thing to say, but... I kind of put it in perspective to my boss last week, whenever the first day that we were back in the office is that my youngest was two whenever we went remote. Wow. She was two and she's four now. And really you start forming memories uh-huh. at this age. She has never known me to work in an office. She's only known me to work at home. And so for her, it was really hard for me to go to the office on Thursday. It was a lot of like crying, a lot of like, mom, I don't want you to leave. I want you to stay. I want you to take me to school. It was really hard. So I was really homesick on Thursday. Oh. And like, do you normally take him to school? I do the days I work from home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, and that is sad. Yeah. And we have been preparing both of them. So Tyler has been taking them twice a week oh, to get smart. used to it. Um, but so proactive of you. Charlie's just, she's just my little buddy yeah. and she's just so attached to me. And so that was really hard. And then even when we went um, the other day into the office, it was just like, uh, it was just, it's just hard. So it's going to take a little while to, for her to get used to, but well, does he, t- does she to. talk to you when you get home? Yes, she's not mad at me. She's okay, not like well, Grayson, who... I was going to say, at least your kid talks to you. Because my two-year-old currently doesn't even talk to me on FaceTime when I call when I am out of town. Because he's so mad. Yeah. And he was saying this weekend, me no like mama. Aww. I said, don't like your dad. He's the one that makes me work. <laughs> uh, me no like daddy. <laughs> yeah. He gets so angry. He is a savage when it comes to me leaving. So next week, Tony and I leave, and he'll get to feel like it. Feel what will be equal. So me no like be, daddy. He'll be like me no like mommy, mommy and daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway, so who who are they gonna? Who is he gonna stay with? My mom. Your mom. Yeah. Okay. Is that is Paisley gonna stay with your mom? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that'll be easier I think for him so if he if she's like not gonna be with Adrian oh yeah probably yeah. for sure yeah and everything's an adventure with my mom yes so. 100% fact. yeah so so they'll have fun yeah so anyways yeah well 
So one thing that we thought uh, that our listeners would maybe want to hear about, um, and hopefully you don't find this boring, <laughs> is how we kind of got into our careers because, you know, naturally that's, I'm always curious about how people get to the, to where they're at in their life right now. Yeah. Um, because that's what I do for a living. Yeah. Um, but I just kind of figure like for people who have known us since high school, but maybe don't know like the ins and outs of like our professional lives. Um, and just, I think that it, it definitely goes into things that like, you know, we want to advocate for and things that we really care about. Um, and so we thought it would be fun for you all to hear high level of how we got into our professional lives. Yeah. And so I think Chelsea's going to go first. I'll go first. Mm -hmm. I was, I was the one concerned. You might think our lives are boring, (laughs) but, um, I think we'll start with this because I think this might be fun is, um, Beth, what did you say you wanted to be when you grew up? Yeah. Um, so I wanted to be a vet. Oh, why? Yeah. So, okay. I don't know. I feel like I had, like, multiple I was going to say, I don't jobs. know why I thought you wanted to be an optometrist. No. I, no, never. No, I don't know. made that, that up. That's yeah, you fine. made that up in your mind. Yeah. No, I wanted made to be. Made Spavinol up, too. Right, yeah. Fix me. Fix me broken arrow Spavinol. Yeah. I wanted to be a vet, actually. Um, and I think there's time I want to be a teacher. Oh, so for I did, sure. Like, when I went to OSU. Own a daycare. Uh, oh yeah, um, that's what you were gonna do is teach. Yeah, right? so I went okay. into early education yeah. in college, and then pivoted from there into business. Okay. And um, didn't I never wanted to own a daycare, even though my mom did. I know I that was, was her. That was like her plan. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> her yeah. plan was for you to own a daycare. Okay. What about you? <laughs> um, I always wanted to be, I think, an attorney. Yes. Uh huh. That was my goal. Um, I always have loved dancing, mm-hmm. but never was really aware of, or even like cognitive of you could make money da- with dance. Like yeah. I didn't even put those things together. So I always, I think just wanted to be an attorney still actually am very interested in it, but, um, yeah. But then when I was like really young, I probably said I wanted to be a doctor because my family, yeah. And I always yeah, just thought that was cool. Background. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, um, but I'm not an attorney or a doctor. <laughs> I own a At dance studio. Yeah, yeah. I do think I have legal yeah. advice. Right. Yeah. And I definitely can diagnose people. Right. So yeah, you're good. <laughs> I'm actually an attorney, a doctor and a studio owner. <laughs> but so I own a dance studio, but, um, it has been an interesting journey to get there. Um, you know, I, I followed what I felt like the book when I graduated high school, I went to college. I really, I, my undergrad is political science and pre-law sociology minor. And, uh, I really liked writing. I was terrible at math. Uh, still, still am pretty bad at it. And, but I just, I really, you know, just was really interested in, in legal stuff. I took the LSAT, thought I was going to go to law school, got married and did all of that and got a medical sales job, um, with my college roommate initially. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I really moved enjoyed it. Moved to bit. Utah. Yeah. That was, that's a whole nother yeah. podcast. Yeah. So, uh, 
did medical sales. Um, and I actually really enjoyed learning and describing and getting to connect with doctors. That was back when you could go into hospitals easy. And uh, <laughs> then um, I switched jobs. I probably had some small jobs in between. But then I got a job at a dental company for dental sales and doing like implants and bone grafting. So still in the medical side of things and really enjoyed that. was there five years. Um, but uh, that whole five years, I always taught dance at a studio um, because I loved hip hop so much. Like that was like my thing. And in the that time... And in college. So in college, I like would randomly teach dance or take mm -hmm. dance places. And then I, I did this uh, job in El Elmer, New Jersey. Yes, I remember uh, Performing that. arts camp. Yes. Um, oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I didn't because I yeah. used to get so drunk <laughs> because the staff would have parties at night. And my roommate was Mormon. So she didn't drink, but she was the nicest one I've ever met. I don't know if I can say that, but she was really a nice person and funny and took care of me all the time. Yeah. And uh, we'd have to work the next day and she just, she was just great. Anyway, so I was just living it up at a dance camp and all these people were from like Australia and we had all these famous people at this camp, like famous people's kids. But, um, so I've always had a passion for dance and I always taught and I was really in it for hip hop. Like I loved it. That's all I taught, but I got hungry for other things and I started really studying other things a lot. And I got fired at the dance studio I was teaching at and, uh, multiple reasons but i got fired over text message mm -hmm. but i was also working at dent supply uh, during the day that's fine dent supply and i was there and uh while i was there i got the text that i was fired which so caught me way off guard yeah. i was torn up about it because i connect with the kids and i was like what am i gonna do i have all these kids it was the middle of the season and uh, I was in panic mode and then uh, fight or flight came out in me and I was like, well, I can't, I have to do something. I have to do something. I can't leave these kids. So then um, I start the kids that I worked with wanted to keep working with me. And so I started renting space from a gym who was really nice to me about, you know, letting me be there. And I did that until I found like the perfect space and just went for it. Yeah. But I still had my day job. So I would do the day job and then I would go to the studio at night. So it was like eight to five, five to 10. And at that time I didn't have a kid. So it was a little bit easier. Nope. That's a lie. Yeah. Because you, I opened the studio with yeah. my daughter's name. So I had a kid and the studio opened in August. I had the I had the kid. I had Paisley <laughs> the following December or the, the the December before that. Yeah. And then I the studio opened in August, so she was a solid seven months, maybe. Yeah. 
And uh, that was like such a crazy time because I remember you were working so much and you were pregnant. Yeah. And you guys were like trying to renovate the studio and get it all ready. Um, yeah, it only worked out for me because I was pregnant now that I remember. So I didn't actually have to do any of the work. Have to do it was actually a really smart plan. Yeah, it was a smart plan. Yeah, uh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was really a dream come true how it all happened, literally. And uh, we were in that that space for a solid nine years and loved it. The people there were great. It was like my vision, my everything, my baby. Um, Life happened, went through some things, and uh, we had to downsize a little bit. So I I joined at that point, nine years open, about a year and a half with a performing arts company. In the meantime, got pregnant again. (laughs) And... uh, Something about new studios. Oh, it's interesting. I've never even put this into words like this. Yeah. And I, uh, yeah, so we, and I got pregnant again. I had a baby. It was great, but I was in the hospital forever. So, um, but it all happened the way it was supposed to happen because right after I had Grayson, COVID happened and then life shut down. So we were doing things. Virtually, our space wasn't very big. We had one room. We were trying to figure it all out, how I was really going to bounce back. And honestly, COVID was a curse and a blessing. And um, we were able to find a space that then was ours. We moved and we've been there two years and it's perfect. Mm -hmm. And in, in the meantime of all of that, I have taught all over the U.S., uh, mainly contemporary now. Don't do much hip hop. I've passed that on to some some kids that I've taught growing up, and then I judge all over. I get to be invited to certain shows to do some choreography for. I've just yeah, it's been such a fun journey. There's so many opportunities that have come with it. Mm-hmm. I've gone from making good money to making no money to just figuring it out to making money, to not making money, to paying for other people to dance. Like the money is not the the reason to go into this. But if you love dance, love creating, love uh, influencing others, it's been fun. Yeah. And my studio is named after my daughter, which I think is super cool. Yeah. Most people don't know why it's called PC Dance Company, but we are PC Dance Company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my short journey, and I tried to do it as fast as I could no, so you didn't I, get bored. I love it. And, I mean, just knowing Chelsea for as long as I have um, and knowing that she's always loved dance from the minute I met her until this moment now. Um, and I think Adam kind of mentioned last week, you know, like one thing that he remembers, like whenever we would like go to the clubs is that Chelsea would always get in, Be the, in dance the center, battles. the dance battles, which oh is Loki. So embarrassing. It was so funny but, because yeah. I always tell Tyler, my husband, that of like, Oh yeah. Like Chelsea and I would be out and all of a sudden like a circle would form like in the middle. And then Chelsea would just be out there like popping the lock in and like, <laughs> doing all this stuff with these people and Tyler just cracks up because he's known Chelsea now for 
know, he's never seen me pop and he's lock. He's never seen her pop and lock, but he can imagine it. For One sure. day I'll pop and lock. Yeah, it's the funniest thing. But I totally forgot about that New Jersey camp that you went to because I yeah. remember I w- was I in Yellowstone. Uh uh-uh. uh, were you? No. I don't I probably got the idea because you went to Yellowstone. <laughs> I wouldn't have ever probably done it if you hadn't have been out in the woods. So, because I <laughs> and she met the man of her dreams at the time. I mean, her life changed in a matter of uh, flowers and woods. I thought, oh, mine is too. Yeah, I think it was the next summer that you went to that you went it would to make New sense. Jersey. Yeah, yeah, and. Anyway, um, but yeah, I forgot. And then I was telling Tyler, like, on the way home from Florida. um, Oh, you guys had story time? We did. We had lots of story time. That, um, that. Scared. (laughs) Well, we went to Arkansas because that's where your mom and Matt got married. Oh, yeah. And we were in, like, Little Rock or Conway. Oh, we found a, did we find a club? No, oh, okay. but your parents or your mom and Matt got married somewhere. Yeah, they did. In Eureka Springs. And maybe. Okay, and then I was telling Tyler like I remember Chelsea and I went to the wedding, uh-huh. and then we immediately left the wedding so that Chelsea could go to a tryout oh. at um oh what's that what's that uh place in Dallas the big like roller coaster place. Oh, wow. You, went into- you have so many good memories <laughs> that I forget I've done. We went to Six Flags, Six Flags and you were trying out for one of the characters. I was <laughs> going to dance at Six Flags. Yes, you were going to dance at did Six Did I get Flags. cut? Obviously. <laughs> we, we went and stayed the night in Dallas. Man, and you, then you tried out the next You morning. are the real MVP. And... You didn't make the cut, and so we ended up leaving that same day. We didn't stay. Did I cry? I think you were upset. Okay. Um. Yes. And okay. so, anyway, I was telling Tyler, like, we drove from wherever it was in Arkansas all the way to Dallas, yeah. Fort Worth, so that Chelsea could try out. Audition is what they call it. Audition. <laughs> 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 Whatever. So that Chelsea could audition for a Six Flags character. Okay, I, I don't have to be a character. I was probably <laughs> dancing. It was probably a dance show at Six Flags. I was not Snoopy. Then, I think you, didn't you do it at, um, what's the place in Oklahoma City here? Frontier City. Did you did you try out Frontier City too? I don't know. You would know. <laughs> I, will, I trust in your memory because I don't know. Oh, man. I just remember that. That's and awesome. I was so tired that morning because you had to be at the call. At, it was like 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning. And yeah. we had driven all night. We didn't get to. You to really are the real MVP. And That's I why. was like, oh, my gosh. Um, but, Chelsea's going to. She started my dream chasing. Yeah. Credit I, goes to Beth. I helped her with that. That's awesome. Sure. Okay. So, anyway, Go ahead then, Beth. Yeah. So that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. We're gonna go this summer and try again. Yeah, Chelsea's gonna go try out. She's gonna be a character. Actually, what she should do is go to Disney and be one of the characters there. Well, I should. You should. But yeah. So this guy that I used to work with at uh, community care, uh-huh. he is a dancer. He still is. Uh-huh. He's a clogger. Oh right. I don't know. I, I don't know if I told you about him at one point. Probably. But, but. this was years ago. He actually danced at Disney, danced at Disney yeah. for the longest. And then I think he got laid off. 
Um, and then he is he was like trying out the week that we were at Disney. So oh, he was okay. there. And so this week? No, the week that we were Or when you went yeah. this year, I meant? Yeah. So he oh, was back fun. like trying out to be a character. Yeah. I don't know what character, but he's like real tall and like Yeah. You know. In the parade, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Um, so he was in Orlando trying auditioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. They do auditions. Well, I'm pretty sure they still do auditions in Oklahoma City. They have them like in random spots. Um, yeah. He was in Orlando. But then so. obviously they do them there too. So. Yeah. And maybe that's because fun. he had been there before. Whatever, yeah. But anyway. So. It is fun. It's possible. Follow your dreams, kids. Follow your dreams. That's, and adults. Yes. Yeah, I would say that that's the moral of the story here is to follow, follow your dreams. Okay, so good story talking about how you kind of have gotten to where you are now. Yeah, I like I said earlier, I love hearing how I love hearing about people's journey because that is what I do. I feel like I mean, that is what I do for a living is I try to um obviously match people up with like the appropriate job and you know all of that but I I mean I like I feel like I've been a part of a lot of people's journey to get to where they're at just because of like my day job and so I kind of fell into recruiting I don't think if you ask any recruiter they will say I did not go into recruiting and that's not what my goal was Um, but I think once you kind of get into it, it's, it is hard to get out of it. It's, it's, um, I'm sure it's interesting. It's sure it it, it is because every day is different. Um, which is, I love the variety of what I do. Um, no two days are the same. You get to talk to so many people. Um, I have even talked to ex-boyfriends. I have, which is like the craziest thing. Um, for me, (laughs) I mean, for real, like, yeah, I've actually hired an ex-boyfriend um, before, which is really funny. Um, so I got into recruitment via like through college recruitment and high school recruitment. And I went to school just like Chelsea did kind of that typical path of high school and college um, was going to be an early uh, oh, I was going to be an elementary um, teacher because my mom is a teacher and I just kind of thought like that's just like a really solid, stable job. You can always find a job being a teacher, but just kind of figured out through being in school that that wasn't really what I wanted to do. And so went into business, um, into the business college. And at first I kind of thought I wanted to go into like marketing and, and all of that. Um, but then just navigated. I was like a nanny for a little while for like two and a half years. Um, and you always fell into really good jobs that like were really lucrative. It felt like fun. It was kind of strange. So the, I would, I, when I got out of college, I went into, um, a marketing manager position for a pigging company and, um, and did that for a little bit. And that was a real unstable, like it was just a one owner business. It was a startup. It was really unstable. So got out of that and then got into being a nanny because of the background that I have with childcare and growing up, working at my mom's daycare and did that for two and a half years. And then 
from there went into college recruitment and high school recruitment and um, really attribute, you know, the opportunity that I was given as a college recruiter to that, like propelled me to be into HR recruitment and then got my first HR job. And 10 years later, here I am um, to live in the dream every day of the world. Um, and I, I really do truly love what I do. It's, it's very challenging. Um, I feel like, like I said, no two days are the same. I like the variety of my job. I think I would get bored if I did the same thing every single day. Um, I think just the nature of my personality, I kind of have to have like multiple things going on at one time. And so like having 25 requisitions that are vastly different, um, is really helpful for my sort of like multitasking, like brain, um, and being able to like pivot and put on different hats. I feel like in recruitment, that's completely what you do is like, you have to go from one conversation with one hat on and then put something else on for the next conversation. Yeah. And you really are like a coach and a counselor to people. Um, whether it's for that particular position that they're applying to or, you know, just positions that they're interested in the future. Um, I've helped people with their resume. I've been able to do like interview workshops and things like that. And I'm thankful you went into recruiting because that's how I met Tony. Yeah. And I, <laughs> you know, I not only make job connections, I make love connections too. Yep. And so, uh, um, true story. And maybe that's, why I am good at connecting people together because, you know, I connected you and Tony, but did you know, I also connected Jeff and Mel. I did know that. Yeah. And so I feel like I have a really good track record. Okay. Um, two for two. So like, maybe I should actually go into like love. like. Okay. Low key. <laughs> if you are a matchmaker out there, I want to start a matchmaking business in Tulsa. I feel like, it's an untapped market and either I either want to do matchmaking or let me, let me interview you, get to know you and I will conversate for you on your dating apps. Okay. Well, isn't the, don't you have to like teach people how to do those things? <laughs> yeah. I would coach them through that okay. as well. I mean, it would definitely blend over. Like, you know, but some people are just scared to take the first step. Mm -hmm. And I want to have events that like are for matchmaking. And, you know, I just feel like I really, my initial thought was daughters dating for dads. So um, I would love to match my dad yeah. up with somebody. And yeah. I feel like daughters usually know their dads really well. Yeah, that's like... At least mm -hmm. their needs and wants. And you have, like, such a good dad, too. Yeah. So, so yeah. anyways, back to Elizabeth. No. I, Little interruption. No. Yeah. Um, I think that the matchmaking business would be perfect um, if that's something that, you know, you are uh, interested in. Uh, hit us up on our social sites. Yep. Um, send us an email, and Chelsea can. I, I'll hook you up. If you need me to find you someone. Send me what you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Well, if you need to find a job, then you send hit me us what up. You're yeah, yeah, hit us up too. Because so, <laughs> um, I can, I can possibly help in that way. But I think you know, like for me, one thing about being like a working mom 
and friend and wife and all of that, I think is, I just want women to, to know that they can have it all. Um, which I think sometimes is like, we're kind of told that you can't, um, but I want her to recruit for me. I think it's like, um, you know, we kind of talked about things we want to like advocate for and, and things about nature. I think for me, like being a working mom is really, really hard. Um, so that's why I'm like such a huge advocate for flexibility. Um, because I feel like if you're, if your home life and like your personal life is like in order and you feel like you feel balanced in that area, then you're going to feel balanced like in your professional life too. And so I'm such a huge advocate for flexibility and for moms to be able to take their kids to school or go volunteer at school or, you know, whatever else that they need to do and still have a professional world and still be able to work and, um, all of those things. And so, yeah, yeah, so it's, it's definitely an ongoing life that never stops because you're always needed now at work and at home. Yes. And uh, a lot of people don't like working from home because of that. Like they don't like the the mixture of the two. uh Um, And which is completely understandable that, you know, like it's hard to balance like I know when I first started working from home, I, I was working more um, because it's just easily accessible. You yeah. Know? Like you can just put your kids Never shut and, it and off. you can just like go back to work. But, and some people are still like that. I feel like for me, I was able to find like a, I was able to finally like do a good cutoff of, you know, this time no more work and it's just focus on the family and then I'll sign back in in the morning. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I think you just have to find the balance and that's always, of course, something that I it's still... a good, yeah, it's just good to have the option though. Yes. It's good to have the option for sure. Yeah. A little plug in there because Beth really needs to work from home for her sanity. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like working from home. I think that I, I, I mean, I think I thrive at it. I think I'm successful with it. I can be unproductive. So but, you know, with my cor- my current organization, we've got a hybrid schedule, and I think that that's a really good balance, too. So we'll just kind of see how everything, you know, works out. So, yeah. um, but this has been a good episode. It has. But I want to say real fast. So there are, um, there are, there is someone I want to advocate for, and I really am passionate about the whole rescue of Scientology. <laughs> so Leah Remney and I need to be on a podcast together or I need to meet you or I need to do something because I have watched everything you've done. I even own your don't be culty t-shirt. And um, I do want to advocate for anybody that feels like they're lost and that any kind of organization will fill that void because it's not true. You can fill the void. It's something that I'm passionate about and I do not want people to be taken advantage of or any of that. So, yeah. So I was going to, I was telling Chelsea earlier that there's this HBO series called the Bow, And if you're into like cult 
like behaviors and stuff, definitely watch that because it's like and by into them, she doesn't mean like into them. Yeah, she means like, like, like in, but seeing it's, how it all happens. If it's interesting to you to see how how yeah. people get involved in those things and get really wrapped up in yeah. it. Then the vow on HBO is a really good series to watch, and they're coming out with a second season. Um, I think this year. So the first season was in 2020. And then I think the second season is hopefully this year. They said it was in 2021, but not yet. Yeah. So yeah, just the, the psychology and all of that, the sociology probably of how people's minds work yeah. and how important it is just to be somebody that can give safe options and opportunities and problem solved to put you in a better situation yeah anyways no more on that i'm more, sure yeah more to come okay so <laughs> leah rimney yeah you need to join our podcast we can ask you all the things oh the man questions. i i would love that it would be amazing i want to be a part of any kind of investigation interview <laughs> that you have so one really cool thing that, that Moms with Attitude has joined is we actually joined this um, uh, program called Podmatch. And we've, uh, we've been getting a lot of messages from people who actually want to, who want to match with us and who want to join our podcast and come on. That's as so exciting. And so um, mostly have been like working moms, which I, I absolutely love um, that are, you know, in various stages of whether it's, starting a new business, um, or they're, you know, still in the corporate world. So we will have more guests yes. coming soon. Um, just having to get the the calendar and everything, the schedule, right. So that's really exciting. Um, that people are really enjoying what they're hearing with our podcast. Um, so more to come on that. And, yeah, we just definitely appreciate all of you continue to listen to us every week. Um, our, you know, listening engagement continues to go up every week, which I just love to see that whether it's old friends that are catching up with us or just new listeners would encourage you to, um, share the podcast and share our Instagram page and our Facebook page and all of the things. So, and just a reminder, if you all ever have anything that you want us to talk about, recommendations, send us an email. Send us an email, and um, we would love to hear what yeah. you guys want to hear from us. Yeah, so. for sure. And we hope you enjoyed it. This uh, wasn't as boring as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so I'm in, I'm actually, I had a great time tonight <laughs> talking. So, uh, yeah, we will, we will catch you guys next week. Yeah. And, uh, Give us a a four or five star rating, seven star, whatever you find. And uh, we will talk to you guys next week. All right. We'll talk to you all next week.